0: October 15th is the first day of open enrollment for Medicare. If you're like me, age 55, you probably are not worried about it, much less thinking about it. But did you know that for a program that's been around since 1965, there is constantly a lot of confusion around this federal benefit that significantly impacts your parents' financial decisions? And the sooner you learn about it, the better position you're going to be in. To help your parents as well as yourself down the road. We'll discuss this topic on day 10 of the 30 day preparation plan to care for an aging parent. Hello, Rents. That's Anastasia. She's my 22 year old daughter. My wife, Phyllis, and I think we did a pretty decent job of raising her. She goes around and calls us rents. But you know what? I'm all right with that because one day she's going to be raising us and just wait and see what I'm going to be calling her. My name is Zach Demopoulos. I'm your host, and welcome to the Raising Rents Podcast. Welcome to the Raising Rents Podcast. This show is sponsored by Comfort Care, a national home care provider, That will help you live your best life possible. Day 10 of the 30-day preparation plan is the next step in preparing a plan to become a caregiver. Keep in mind, as we go through this process, our primary goal for family caregiving, regardless of circumstances, is to provide a loved one with a comfortable, caring environment in which to grow old. Recently, I was at an educational program hosted by a local caregiver coalition support group, and the topic was Medicare. By the way, you should really try to go to some of these seminars or talks that are given by caregiver support groups, caregiver coalitions. You could either find them in the community that you live in or that you work in or communities that your parents live in. If you get a chance and you see a great topic, try to attend it. I think you'll find it to be really valuable. I know I did. I wasn't really going to go to this seminar because I saw the topic, it's Medicare. You know, like I said, I still have about 10 years to worry about Medicare, but I did end up going to the session and it was given by an individual by the name of Dan Katzef, whose company is called the Medigap Advisor. And I have to say, I am really glad I went. He was very good. He wasn't trying to sell anything. And the information that he gave me Gave me a lot to think about, not just for me, but for my mom, who of course is a Medicare recipient. There were also a lot of questions in the audience, either from caregivers themselves or from an older individual about Medicare that I would never have thought of. So the topic is very confusing, and people will confuse Medicare with Medicaid. Uh, Medicare enrollment with Obamacare, and some think Medicare alone is is enough to take care of all the medical expenses that you'll face in the future. The most important takeaway from listening to Dan Katzef's discussion and from another great resource that I listened to, it's a podcast called Medicare Nation by Diane Daniels, and she's also a Medicare specialist. The biggest takeaway is that a big part of retirement planning for you and your parents is preparing for and managing health care costs. Medicare planning plays a big role in that once you turn 65. I'm not about to give you an in-depth review of Medicare. I'll leave that to the experts. But what I will do is just talk enough about it to give you some things to think about and also refer you to, to a few resources that you can go and learn more. By the way, there are a lot of experts out there like Dan Katzef and Diane Daniels who primarily handle long-term care planning for health care costs and irregardless of whether you use their services or not, they will assist you with questions about Medicare. So you should take advantage of that if your parents have questions or if you have questions. One thing I will share with my listeners who most of you are not Medicare recipients Um, But as you approach the age to become eligible for it, 65 years old, be sure to enroll when your time comes. Medicare does not give you official notice. And unless you're already receiving Social Security, retirement, or disability benefits, you must apply for Medicare when it's time to enroll. Otherwise, you will face penalties. All right, the first nut. crack is an easy one, and that is the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. Medicare cares for the people who need medical care. Medicaid helps people who qualify as needing aid to financially pay for care. Medicare is a federally provided health insurance program that in 2015 insured more than 55 million people, almost 17% of the population, most over the age of 65. But there are individuals who benefit from this program under the age of 65 who may have disabilities. Medicaid is designed to help people regardless of age who are in need of financial assistance for medical and or long-term care expenses. Each state in the u.s. administers its own medicaid program which means the rules and benefits often vary from state to state okay next not so easy of a nut to crack and that's breaking down the parts to medicare so let me attempt it and i am going to be referring to a recent article i read by trisha phillips titled the nine questions you should be asking about medicare and that was found on a blog uh, called money and career cheat sheet by the way This site, as well as anything else I referred to in this episode, I will have listed in the show notes, which you'll find on our website, www.raisingrents.com. Okay, there are four main parts to Medicare. There's part A, B, C, and D, and then there's also Medigap. Part A, is the hospital insurance. And it'll cover anything that is involved with an inpatient hospital stay. It will cover some in-home care, but usually is because it was associated with a hospital discharge. It will also cover some hospice care. Part B is coverage for things that are not Hospital related, like outpatient care, doctor visits and services, preventative screenings and diagnostic tests, medical equipment and supplies. Part A and B are typically called the original Medicare and they go hand in hand. They do not cover prescription drugs. Let me repeat that because that's also widely confused. The original Medicare plan, Parts A and B, does not cover drug costs. That's covered by you and your parents out of pocket now there is of course a plan that you can purchase to help you with that and that's part d i'll get to that in a second let's go first to part c which is known also as medicare advantage and this is a private company that contracts with medicare so that they can provide part a and part b as well as many of the plans provide prescription drug coverage and most of these plans are run by hmos and ppos all right as i mentioned part d that's the prescription drug coverage plan part d allows aging adults to have some form of insurance coverage that will enable them to get their prescription drugs at an affordable rate. Part D is handled by a private insurance company that is approved by Medicare. And because Part D is run through these private insurance companies, you will find various options and levels of coverage depending on the company you choose. It is suggested that if you're going to be using Part D, be sure that you explore a Medigap policy as well to help plug the holes in the Part D program. Medigap, is a supplemental medical insurance. The purpose of Medigap is to offset the costs when certain portions of care aren't covered, including deductibles, copays, and other unforeseen costs associated with health care. It is sold through a private insurance company to help fill the gap in Medicare's costs. Like Medicare, it will only cover one beneficiary, not your spouse. Medigap policies are regulated by the government to protect consumers, so they are standardized. And that helps you because you're able to compare programs with programs because it's apples to apples. Medigap premiums obviously vary based on the plans you choose and also by the insurance carrier. Though Medigap will have the same coverage amongst all companies, there might be a difference in premiums, so it is wise to shop around. And some companies offer additional coverage for items that are not covered by Medicare, such as hearing aids. So what does Medicare cost? Well, it's not free. In 2010, the out-of-pocket expense for all Medicare beneficiaries, on the average, according to the Kaiser Family Foundation, was around $4,700. So that includes premiums paid. Unlike private insurance plans that you're accustomed to, Medicare B is taken by almost every doctor, 90% of them, except Medicare. So that is convenient and a big difference from private insurance. For current Medicare rates, you can go to their website and it will provide you a breakdown. Typically, Part A does not cost you. Part B does. Part B usually has a standard premium of about $134 a month, uh, give or take. Uh, It could be a little bit higher, it could be a little bit lower. Though Part A does not cost you a premium, and remember now, Part A is the one where you're in a hospital, you get coverage by Medicare. There are deductibles involved. In 2017, according to the site, a deductible for a hospital stay is $1,316. And if your hospital stay lasts longer than 60 days, you actually will be responsible for paying part or all of the daily rate. Uh, in addition, you are responsible for coinsurances and co-payments. If applicable for most services, unless of course you qualify for a low income program or you have extra insurance from another source. And then and briefly, the terms I just said, coinsurance, that's the percentage of the cost you pay for medical service or equipment. For example, for many Part B services, Medicare will pay 80%, you pick up 20%. A copay is a special dollar amount that you pay for a service or equipment. For example, if you go to a doctor, you may have a $25 copay. Or if you're in Part D, you may have a $10 copay for a particular prescription. And a deductible, as we mentioned before, is the amount that you pay before insurance pays anything. For example, in Part B, the deductible in 2017 is $183. So you have to pay $183 first before any benefits will kick in. Now the drug plan is a little confusing. I'll attempt to give you a high-level review of it. The government does require that certain minimums for the Part D plan, the drug plan, are in place. In 2011, the lowest premium was around 30 bucks a month with initial deductibles around $310 before your drug plan pays a dime. Once the $310 deductible has been reached, Part D picks up the tab on 75% of the prescriptions. All right, until though, a certain, until you've reached a certain cost, which for 2018, it'll be $3,750. Now, once you reach this amount, there will be a period of essentially no coverage, which they call the donut hole, up to $5,000. So between $3,750 and $5,000, you'll be picking that up on your own. After $5,000, then drug plan D kicks back in. There are some provisions in place to help seniors with the donut hole. Uh, For example, a lot of brand-name prescription drugs are sold at 50% the cost. And in 2020, this particular provision of Medicare, Plan D, is going to go away as defined in the Affordable Care Act. So what does Medicare cover? Well, it covers a wide range of medical services, even something like an expensive organ transplant. We already talked about how it covers prescription drugs in Plan D. Uh, medical equipment. There are some exceptions, such as routine vision, hearing, and dental care. And Medicare doesn't cover the non-medical costs of long-term care in nursing homes and assisted living facilities. Very important to know. AARP on their website does share some tips about each of these plans when you're trying to determine what your optimal insurance mix might be. I'll give you just a brief recap. Plan A, if you remember, and Plan B were called the Original Medicare Plan. And they, of course, give you more choices for doctors because 90% of the doctors take the Medicare. You don't have to worry about your plan shutting down. You don't need referrals for specialists. Premiums are set by the government. Some things to be cautious about with the Original Medicare Plan is monthly premiums can be higher than Part C if you need a Medigap Plan. If you have serious medical conditions, your out-of-pocket costs could be higher since there's not a spending limit. And separate plans to cover drug costs and other health expenses can add complexity to your health care arrangements. For the Medicare Advantage plan, which was Part C. Some of the benefits of it is that it's a one-stop shop. There's no need to get separate drug or supplemental policies. Some plans cover dental, vision, and hearing. A primary care physician can coordinate your overall health care needs. Plans typically have lower cost sharing than original Medicare. And Some things, though, to be cautious about when it comes to Part C is that you may pay more for going to doctors or healthcare centers out of your network. You may need referrals to see specialists if your plan leaves the area or shuts down. Some plans charge an additional premium above the Standard B premium, and plans are difficult to compare as no two are the same. And then when considering Medigap, Medigap does cover some or most out-of-pocket expenses that Part A and B doesn't including hospital deductibles, 20% doctor visit co-insurances. You are guaranteed coverage during the initial enrollment period, even if you have a pre-existing condition. Coverage is then guaranteed renewable. As with original Medicare, coverage is nationwide. Plans are standardized by the federal government, so making them easy to compare. But things to be cautious about is that average premiums are more than $2,000 a year, once enrolled, and it may not be easy to switch plans. If you don't sign up during the initial enrollment period, plans can deny coverage or charge higher rates. And there is no prescription drug coverage, so you still have to enroll in a Part D plan. There are resources to go and learn more about Medicare. As I mentioned, there are many experts who are in the insurance business that can provide answers to your questions. When I attended Dan's session, he handed out a guide called the Baby Boomers Guide. To Medicare Planning, and I'll provide that link for you as well. Insurance companies also provide good information on their websites. I also mentioned Diane Daniels. She has an awesome podcast uh, called Medicare Nation. It's very helpful. And I'll leave all these links in the show notes that you can find in our website, www.raisingrents.com. So that's day 10. Join us for day 11 as we talk about estate planning that will also help prepare for healthcare costs during retirement. Thank you for listening to the Raising Rents podcast. This was episode 19. If you have any questions or feedback, please go to our website, www.raisingrents.com and click on the contact tab. You can also find the show notes and references to anything we talked about. Until we talk again, remember, our parents raised us. The least we can do is help raise them. Talk to you later.